podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We call whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers. I'm delighted to say that Mr. Kevin Day has returned to the fold. Good evening. Always, um, a, always a pleasure to hear your voice. Well, it is always a pleasure to hear my it voice. And in I, fact, I hear it every time I close my eyes. Probably do. Exactly. That's right. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like a cat warning, a banshee wailing. Uh, but you know, these things work. But uh, and that's nice. And we'll, we'll talk to Kevin in a moment's time. But but more importantly, like, look. Who's come crawling back? Oh, I'm sorry. With his tail between his legs. <laughs> Apologetically. What do you see? All of that lardy daft. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, Shovel has returned uh, to uh, to our to our fine shores. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Uh, and gentlemen. The, and the beauty of it is uh, looking very fit and well. I have to say. Fit, fit and well, which well, is sickening, isn't that. it, Kevin? Yeah. I, I, I don't approve of that. The last time we were probably together as one is is that we did a. a, a uh, Radio Five thing together, didn't we? Which was um, which they were quite keen on, and then ceased to be relatively. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, <laughs> Such is life. Yeah, it was. I, it was. It was a good idea, wasn't it, Kevin? It I still thought. is a great idea. It remains a good idea. Thank it's you, fantastic Shabble. idea. I, I think it's a toss up between us and the Imperial Japanese Air Force in 1945 as to who's cra- <laughs> who's lost more pilots. In, uh, <laughs> oh, like that. nice. Well played, we, uh, Love Tora, that. Tora, Tora, Tora. <laughs> it was. It was coming uh, out of the sky. Getting getting the pilots has never been an issue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That was a while ago. I think Palace was still in the championship. If only you could, if only people could have ever have heard it, they'd have heard such, oh, such wisdom and insight. Yeah. Absolutely. And quit. In all in yeah. one go. Until uh, such time as we would have been moved to Salford and then they would have dropped it anyway. So which, uh, that's uh, fine. Uh, yeah, we'd have struggled all to get up yeah. there in that case. All in one car, in one little shower bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your turn this all week. All the jokes <laughs> up the M1 we could have had. Um, I'll tell you on a start, I want to go back a little bit because. Um, I'm a little bit worried about this. Is, is this is the, the, the England game? So we, could, we had a week off because obviously, yeah. because, you know, because it was the international week, and and you had the Germany game, which is lovely, Absolutely. and you had the Dutch game, which wasn't. Yeah. But well, having said that about the Dutch, if you hadn't had the Germany game, there are enough good moments still in the Holland game oh, okay. for you to go. Things are slightly more really. Worse. Oh yeah, there are three or four moments of good. Like the goal, for example, was a. Goal of the sort of quality that England haven't no, scored it was for, a decent, it was for a good some goal. time. Yeah. There, there were there were moments in that game. It's only because we compared it to the. I kind of think the eleven the, as well that started. Well, it was just, yeah, it was yeah. a reserve, it and was it's a reserve. All, there's yeah. also that you know it was such an amazing comeback on the journey. You know it was unbelievably film. Film esque, well, yes, and, right. and then we get slapped yeah. back in the face of reality a couple of days yeah, later. Yeah, back by, by a very poor Dutch stick. But, but also the beauty of that comeback is we did, we didn't deserve to be two 0 down. We'd, no, absolutely. No, we'd, it was a really good performance. But, really. Uh, but of course, it's it's a friendly, and, and so there's this. So yeah. you, you take the highs and lows. You take you know you take the exaggerations. You take the normality of the way it should be. But what I'm surprised about is Roy Hodgson's reaction because mm. of course what I'm especially after the Germany game. Is like who needs Wayne Rooney? Okay, right. That's, that may be a stupid question, or maybe too stupidly blunt a question. But his response, I thought, was weird. He said, and and, and this is, I think, I'm assuming, comes with lashings of irony. Mm. Oh, he said, I'm oh, being pushed to show what, uh, what a forward-thinking, adventurous coach I am. I'm meant to be dropping you, am I? Uh, to make brave and bold decisions. It would take an awful lot for me to, drum, uh, to drop him. Uh, now, obviously, England have been an awful lot for a good few years, but there you go. That's not one or the other. But I'm amazed that 
Osman was drawn into this argument, Kevin, by the fact, <laughs> given the fact he hasn't announced his squad yet. Rooney's not played a game of football in anger for weeks. Why is he even making this point? Well, he's gone beyond that uh, since, and he's he's basically. I think he's he's clearly implying that Rooney will start full stop if he's. If no, he's, that, if that, he's that's fit. he fundamentally. Yeah. And I, I think it's interesting because a couple of weeks ago, somebody in the England camp. It wasn't Hodgson, but there's somebody who, who said that. Perhaps we might have to get used to the idea that Rooney will be a very good captain from the touchlines uh, yeah. through injury or, or perhaps we were thinking, well, maybe they're admitting that he's going to not start games. Mm. But clearly, Hodgson's point is, as he's, and he's laboured it several times since, that, look, he's England's top scorer. He's scored most of the goals in the qualifying campaign. He's the player that uh, other teams will be scared of. I'm, I, I'm not convinced. I, I'm looking at the, the team against... I'll give you the first two. Yeah. Because well, they've uh, happened. Yeah, look, but watching the way the team played against... Uh, Germany, Germany yeah. you, you can't help thinking that Rooney would just slow everything down it, it, it's, it, it's, it's, like, it's one of those situations any football fan you know when the team starts getting oh I've seen this so time yeah. put so many young ones yeah, in, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when it clicks when it starks working you know, this is what we're talking about it's, yeah, it's exciting I mean you know as an Arsenal fan full of Tottenham players however yeah. it's England but yeah. Welbeck but well, well, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, well, but Welbeck come. Look, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, absolutely. But we, we've seen Rooney. We've seen how Rooney plays, and we know he's responsible. He does all the tracking back. And yeah, he will run about. He will do too all that. much. But the, sometimes the thing is now you look at that and you say, well, okay, what does Rooney do? He scores goals. Well, we've got Kane and Vardy mm. and Welbeck and Sturridge ahead of him. They can score the goals. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not dropping Kane for a start off. So, and then you say, well, then you say order, Kevin. but then you talk about the defensive work. So, well, you know what? I don't think we need it. Not with Dyer and Deli Alley. Oh. And the players. We don't need his defensive work. So you think, well, where does he come in? And, and it's not, and the fact is that he hasn't got the energy that those younger players yeah, have. Yeah, no, the 100%. Fact is he, I just, I, he will slow everything down. But, and, but, but, but having said that, if he's fit, what an option to have off absolutely. the bench. Absolutely. Right. 30, 30 years old, England yeah, yeah. captain, scored tons of goals. Yeah. But more for me, and I agree with everything you said, and, you know, we can all sit, we'll sit in now, we'll pick our wonder, you know, our next golden generation 11. Hmm. if we want to yeah, yeah, but more's the point from my is is that why would Royalton at this stage bother Gav his you know Gav his chair to make, make the point such you a fundamental well, point shovel well, well I, I think if he, if he didn't make the point then it just leaves that old, the whole door open and including for Rooney's head but is he made a rough for his own back in saying it though because now, now he's, he's got now, now he's got to choose him yeah I, I I would I would I would be even even with everything we just said about the youthful, exciting, the speed, thinking, mm, would Rooney's fit in? Where would he fit in? Would he slow it down if he does? Even with all that, I would be incredibly surprised if Roy Hodgson went, no, I'm not, he's not. Oh, even, no, I think, not no I think he will say I think you asked why Roy Hodgson would do it now. Yeah. Do it and that's then. why he said it. Yeah, the reason, the reason he'd do it then is because we just beat in Germany 3-2. So he's in a position of great strength. Mm. He's in a position to say, look, two years ago, everyone was telling me I was one of the worst England managers. And I've just been conservative. And what I've good done point, is, yeah. I've done what you've asked me to do. I've, I've brought in the younger players, which to, to his credit, a lot of England managers may not have played that many young players in the same team. But also, what I think he's also sending a public message to Wayne Rooney to say, I'm not listening to all the journalists. I'm not Absolutely. letting the journalists pick my team. Absolutely. You are the most important player I've got. <laughs> but having, and also, having said all those things that we said, there is a part of me that you go, I'll tell you what, if, 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 if we're playing Rooney off Kane... That, that might that might I'll tell you what absolutely that's, that's not a, that's not a bad he's only 30 and he's, he's going to be fresh exactly and, that's and, he's gonna, and if he's if he's content the important thing is if he's content to play second fiddle in the team if you like because let's, let's face it we've had two years when he's 
done a lot of heavy lifting and he's looked like no, a he's, he's led. He's, it, yeah, either as nine or a ten, but yeah. never been. He's and, never uh, been really a centre forward. And also, yeah. dis- he's disappointed in the talk. Well, England, yes, yeah, but, 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 but particularly yeah, yeah. Rooney because he's the star England. of our show. Absolutely, yeah. and I, I think I would like to think that he, you know, at thirty, kids, family. Where he yeah. is, England's great. He's got something to prove to himself. And but, I- but the thing is, why pick him now? We, you know, this is three months away. He stuck him in the lineup, and I just do not. Well, he hasn't he, get well, he, that. Well, he, well, the thing is that I think what Roy Hodgson's saying is that yes, the performance against Germany was fantastic, but we haven't in the period that Rooney's been out. We haven't suddenly become a much better team because he's been out, yeah. and I think what he's saying is, "Well, we'll be a better team when he's in this, this team." Yeah, it's, yeah. If, we're, if we're this yeah. good now or this inexperienced, can lineup, you imagine? Imagine yeah, what we're going to yeah, be like yeah. with, yeah. with all his yeah. experience. Okay. Oh, okay. And also, his, I think his point is as well is that other European teams will be wary of Rooney. He has got that little bit of devil in him, now, but also yeah. I think he might be the sort of player who can keep Deli Ali in check on the pitch because Ali's got the temperament. I think Rooney could do that. He owes us a tournament. Uh, he owes us a tournament, exactly. Uh, absolutely. And as we all know, if we can get that mixture of, you know, a bit more maturity, a bit of experience, if, you know, if it's fully players... If we've got that kind of fresh stuff, he's yeah. brilliant, isn't he? So yeah, that I think, but I think yeah. what, the, what the, germ, the Holland game proves is that Winning the tournament, you need a, you need a squad because all this Absolutely. talk, all this talk, the commentators, the journalists say you can't play the same team every game. It's only three qualifying. I, I, games. Actually, I rather I rather uh, enjoyed Germany, and I think was it was it um, Javi saying that basically, oh, well, England are destined. You know, they're, they're, what the 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 them going to their mates going? Listen, what I'm about to say to the media, everybody. This is going to be <laughs> hilarious. Well, I think what's what's interesting is there's a touch of. The Leicesters about because you look at the so-called golden generation, mm. the Beckhams, that generation. Those those players individually were players that, you know, skulls people like that were very very good players. Now I think these players are not possibly not as good individually, but, but as a, a team, as a yes. team, as a unit. Because that for the whole ninety minutes against Germany, I was watching it with my dad, and all the way through we're going. Well, that's good five minutes. That's all right. Good yeah. ten, good yes. ten, it's yeah. good ten minutes yeah. now. Yeah. And we two, we, we've not done what we two, tend to two, do. Yeah. And, but all the way through. And they were the, the energy, the enthusiasm. They yeah. clearly like each other. And the fact is, look, let's face it. Oh, my God. Look Vard- at us. We're getting carried away, well, boys. No, we're not. But the, the thing is that, you know, too, Vardy's, not, Vardy's not an international player. But in these circumstances, with this set of players, he is. In, in, yeah. in years, in years yeah. gone by... It, it, he wouldn't have got even if Leicester won the Premier League you know, in the, in the mid-90s when we had the Golden Generation Vardy wouldn't have got a sniff of that no that's team. true but as you say in this team with those players around him and what a goal I mean that goal I think it's that cliche isn't it? If, if Germany had scored that or Brazil had scored that, that yeah. it would be on a stamp there was, I don't, you know, I, 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 I've got to say something as well because there's, there's, there's a lot of um, I don't know where you two guys stand on it where there's a lot of where there's too many foreign players here and it's and the England team are suffering because and I was watching that England Germany game with that young with that amount of young players yes. who have been surrounded by great foreign players in loads of different teams and I was thinking it's working now. For, yes, for, for me, it's like yeah. here they un, what you just said, Kev. They understand. They talk about that team. a lot in cricket when 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 they bring in the national players to to, to, to help educate. Absolutely, and, and, oh, and, in and, all worlds, yes, medicine, yeah, yeah, education. Yeah, actually, when it comes oh, to football. Okay. Oh no, oh, oh well, life, you mean? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very good point. I mean, it's yeah. a very good point. And, and Paddy Bartley was one of the few journalists who made the same point, saying, "Surely we can stop the argument now about too many foreign foreigners are ruining our game." But I also I think it's too early to say that this is because of 
any planning on England's part because if you look at exactly, Vardy, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give you that. So, you know, I'll give you that. Vardy, you know, Vardy was playing for Fleetwood. Vardy, yeah. Vardy's a fluke. It came out of nowhere. Deli Ali was playing for MK Dons. Harry Kane. Dyer. Harry Dyer played was a centre half. Harry Kane was on loan at half the he was gone half yeah, yeah. the championship. Mm, so yeah. these are not players that you've, we've been watching since they were 15, yeah, 16, yeah. growing Tracking. up. Yeah. So <laughs> there's going to happen. There's still a, yeah, exactly. there is still a wonder whether these players is just a lucky. But I think I think you're absolutely right. I do think that more and more, I think you learn from foreign players. Absolutely, you, you, of course you learn from foreign I've players. Got to. How can and, you and not? You, but and, and it's not just make it, that a benefit. It, it, it's not just technique. It's not just the ability to hold the ball. But it's it's habits. It's diet habits. But it's, also it's not training to, habits. But not it's, to it's fear the win, winning. It's, but it's, not to it's, fear it's, the difference as well. Because it, uh, you're now playing yeah, yeah. week in week yeah, out yeah. against footballers that are going to play on the national side. They used to be. They, they, they used to they used to approach these things going like, who are these people? They've yes. flown yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. They're, they're like they're like like a team of magicians. Yeah. You can but, see behind the, the smoke and mirrors now, can't you? The, you know, the young players at West Ham will get better because people will say, well, Pye's free kicks, fantastic. Well, you know why they're fantastic? Because he's on the training pitch two hours a day. Mm. Yeah, and and those yeah free kicks. doing it and doing Do, it. Doing and it yeah. You know why they're fantastic? Because he gets out early before the game yeah. and he does half an hour free kicks. Yeah. And that's what the young players need to learn from. Not because not they've got a bigger Bentley than the next bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got, all that, all that yeah. comment, I've just got... I've got Jack Wilshere just hammered oh, yeah. off me tongue on that. And on that uh, note, um, before we before we talk about uh, uh, Jack Wilshere and his mm. uh, nightclub experience, Gabby had Bon Lahore and his oh, he's shishing, shishing behaviour, shishing away down. Just explain, shovel, um, where you've been and what you've been doing. This this will be interesting. For the last few years, uh, you defected from our shores. I did. And moved to uh, 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 Hayling Island, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tenby, I went to. Yeah, it was Tenby. Lovely, lovely, lovely Tenby. No, I, was in, I was in a part of Spain. I was in Ibiza. For, for Ibiza, everybody. Ibiza. Not Ibiza, as us commoners like to call it. Or Ibiza, as you were the beef. You know, yeah, yeah no, I, was, I was there for uh, since the summer of 2010. A lot of time. And I've just come back. Took uh, your congas, were you, didn't you? I took me congas, took me... Took me ego, took everything with me. <laughs> and uh, before, yeah, before you carry on, Sean, that's a, that, the word congas is aimed at is a deliberate uh, gesture oh, is that, in my direction. That, uh, well, Kevin's like, got big major, congos. Ke- well, Kevin's got major issues with percussion in general, yeah. and more importantly, exciting rhythmic <laughs> percussion that people enjoy. These are th- words and phrases that all rub right. up against his all very right. soul. Joy Division didn't need congas. Oh. <laughs> And uh, I'd have to agree as well because uh, it, anyway, would, it wouldn't else, have helped. What else is shovel? But shovel. Yes, more right. important than that, not the not, not least of which entertain the masses in, 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 in giant nightclubs. What can you do on a much more personal and loving and soulful level nowadays? Yeah, it all, it all happened a bit of a mad one. I mean, I was I was I was training as a craniosacral therapist in London. Okay. I'm going to write that down. A cranio what? Craniosacral therapist. Cranio's your brain, isn't it? Or your head? It's, 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 yeah, and your sacrum is just above your, your Hold behind. Hold on. For everybody's benefit there, he was, you're touching your top of your head and top, the bottom of your... Top uh, of your yeah, top, bo- very bottom of your back and the top of your head. Okay. So basically it works bottom for your nervous... Bottom of your back, everybody. Ner- it works for your nervous system. All linked, yeah. All works for your side. Yeah. Three years of study, qualified in 2010, and a week after getting my diploma, I went to Ibiza. And started a new, a whole new life. But what could, you, what can you now do well, for the I'm a, benefits? I'm, I'm also a celebrant, which means thank I can, you, everybody. I, can, I, I marry people, and I do um, 
name blessings or christenings. As they the would. weird thing is, everyone, and is that he marries people, but what he does, he walks down the street and marries complete strangers, <laughs> which is really an abuse, <laughs> I think, of your powers. <laughs> Actually, that's not the just, case, obviously. Just throwing it? out the love. You just generally yeah. say, like, you, you, you and you. you. <laughs> You're done. I think you it. and you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I have that power. Because yeah, no, it's been, it's been, it's, I got asked to do, um, because of all the drumming and all the I beat, and I had this, I have this, I had, I have sometimes this character called Drum Warrior, and I have uh, loads of ethnic paint and ethnic clothes, tribal clothes, and, and someone said about, would I, and I do all the incense and shamanic drumming and all, and some said, would I do some wedding vows 2012? And I did it for one person and it just took off. And last year I did about 14 weddings, a couple so of name it's blessings. A celebrant is a lovely word. It's celebrant. a beautiful celebrant. Yeah. It's, it's a I love it. It's Cause, cause it takes amazing. all the other stuff out of the, out of the equation and it just becomes well, it's, it's your part. Your part, I don't know, funerals is definitely part of a very emotional thing, but to be part of. The happiest moment in people's lives. Absolutely, is, 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 yeah. must be wonderful. I Absolutely, ma- nice. No, it's, it's a real, you know, never, never, or uh, yeah. you know, even well, be- the day before that they did the one in two thousand twelve, which you know what you're going to be doing, and you're going to be yeah. marrying, <laughs> yeah. and a few, few, you know, and I do it, and it, it's been a whole new joy. It's brilliant. I love to do it, and I, it's a real honour and a Which pleasure. Which brings us perfectly to last Sunday at the Café de Paris. <laughs> <laughs> It was me, which Jack. Is where, exactly, which is where your boy Jack Wilshere. Now, this is the problem with the arse. If, if he didn't need anything else, Arsene Wenger, he's got this. I love the fact that it was, it's referred to as nightclub altercation because I think that should actually just be the name of a club. <laughs> I mean, I'd call it altercations because that's a slightly that's slight catchier name, isn't it? But in all that's gone on all season long, wouldn't you have thought just in his own heart, that perhaps a nice little thing to do would not to get stuck in the middle of something like that. You know, it, 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 it's, it's again, again, you're talking cliches and, you know, the, the cliche of the young English, very wealthy premiership footballer. Yes. It, it does, yes. And it's like, you know, to all of us mere mortals, he's like, oh, really? Yeah. Really? Is that the, you know, and, and coming back from a season out injury. Yeah. You know, you just started tra- that week he was announced he just started training with the team. Is the brightest even if even if you didn't get into trouble, even is the brightest thing to do is getting out on the lash at Cafe de Paris. With his with his muckers in, in, in an entourage. You yeah, know, and here we go again, you know, we spoke about shish pipes, he's you know, the old, old Bill's been involved a few times. And here he is again. Is it really that hard to stay indoors? Like you got you got nine weeks left? That, well, you know, I remember Graham the England's on the on the on the horizon, possibly. Yeah. This is the, surely that should be Jack. his sense of focus. Yeah. yeah, Graham. I remember Graham the saying once in an interview, uh, talking about ha- playing habits. They're talking about drink, drugs, all sorts of things. He said, "Look, you playing football till thirty-five. I've got, I've got the rest of my life to get as drunk as I want." Yeah, basically. But remember, a, a good example was Andy Carroll. You know, you know, Kevin Nolan ended up taking yeah. Andy Carroll under his wing. Basically, he's trying to and, and basically trying to wrap him up. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. basically what Kevin Nolan said and. He's absolutely right. And he said, I understand how frustrating it is for a young man. If you're playing in Newcastle, we're playing yeah. in Liverpool, of course you want to go out for a drink. But it, it, London's slightly different because you can be a bit more anonymous or not, as it turns out. <laughs> but he said, the thing is, you have to accept that you can't go out for a drink. You can't go to a nightclub. Have a drink indoors if you, you want. You know, with your mate. Go to a mate's house. And the fact, the fact is that these days, professional footballers, part of being professional is lifestyle, of course it is. And also accepting that every single person you meet has got a mobile phone. Yeah, absolutely. As was take, proven. As, as they're going to take... Your target yeah. practice. And the fact, the fact is, look, don't, 
just don't drink, don't do it, don't go out. I know, and I know it sounds draconian, and I know, of course, players. But you know, if you win a game, you can let your hair down with the other players. If you win yeah. the, the Euros, the World Cup, of course, it's like the England. And, and I know the other question, the other things people say. Well, it was a class issue here because you know the England team became heroes. The cricket teams, they're all pissed on a bus. Yeah, Freddie Flintoff has a piss in the t- garden of number ten Downing Street, and he's a hero because he plays cricket. It's like not, not really, and, not, <laughs> and in his own mind, he's not. So, but whether there's a, a, a false distinction or not, as a professional footballer has to accept that he is a professional footballer, uh, and, that, and that part is in the same way that as a stand-up comedian, part of being professional is don't get drunk on, before you go on the gig. Okay, yeah. When you're DJing, don't get drunk when it works. Yeah, it's like you well, know, different. You can be as drunk as you want. I mean, DJs, there's that other argument. Um, yeah. The show where I was going to put up with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or some, I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> I always play better. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's that argument, and we've just come out like, listen, he's a young man. He's got to let off steam. He's injured. But for me, the whole reason that you're paid 80, yeah, 90, yeah, of 100, 100. He's to pay you not to. He's to pay, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. You're, in a, you're, not, you're not a normal 23-year-old yeah, 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 yeah. in a frustrations. Be high, just... Just be. I, I, think very well, I think that's a very good way of putting Just it. Be it's, 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 effectively, be that, that money is saying you can't go out and spend it all. What you got to do is you've got to, you've got to, you've got to constrain yourself from going Doesn't out and spending it, it all. It, that's it, what it, it almost says. It does also come back a little bit to the discussion we had about the England team and learning from continental Absolutely players. Yeah. Because Wenger must be tearing his hair out. Because we know that Wenger, one of the things he looks for in recruiting, recruiting players it's kids with a sensible attitude. To, yeah. He looks into their background. He, he does research, and we know that he drums. He's you know you only have to talk to Ian Wright and people like that. Again, they thought it, Wenger was a nutcase because he's drumming all these dietary yeah. things mm. and alcohol. And the fact is, he, Jack Wilshire would have, will have all sorts of instructions. He, he knows on a daily basis what to what to eat and what to drink from the minute he gets up, yeah. whether he's in the team or not. Mm. So Wenger must be going. What do I have to do? And there is. You do and this boy's got a load of previous well, as well. That's, well, that's, you, the, that's the thing. years of it, You do wonder then whether there is a society cultural... If you go, well, as a 23-year-old kid brought up in London, what do you expect? Famous in 17. Well, and oh, and yeah. of course you have to accept that, but... but but they don't all do it. They don't. No, no. That's the. That's, yeah. the, that's the good. It's not old, like it's the only. Your rule is you're a working class boy with a load of money. That's where you got to go out and be. You got to behave like an idiot. That's where my argument comes crashing yeah. down because the fact is that most young English players are perfectly capable of yeah. looking after themselves. You know, the odd instant at Cheltenham, notwithstanding, with somebody urinating a beer glass, sure. that, these things are going to happen because if you've got. Uh, in, a, in a way, you could argue it's remarkable that more players are not. Well, that, actually, the, why this? The, there yeah. should be twenty of these stories a week, yeah. not yeah. But, but just Jack Wilshire yeah. again. But the yeah, fact yeah, is yeah. that Jack Wilshire should know as well, when people around him should know. And again, that's the part of the problem, Shovel, isn't it? The people around them, yeah, because of course they they attract a lot of yeah. hangers on. But Jack Wilshire knows it's not the first time, he's, and he's, he he knows what. He's Jack Wilshire. Yeah, Everyone, he, as soon as he walks in, but the place, he's done it again. He's, he's got done it with a bunch of mates. Of course, it doesn't matter. It's a secondary situation. It doesn't matter. People saying, oh, it's just blind out of all. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. You know, stop being in those situations. situations just, just stop being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a few weeks, like we just said. It's yeah, a European yeah. champion. You've got, you've got half a chance. Yeah. You know, just yeah, like yeah. training again. Why, why just being carried? Why being the rumpus? Yes. Just go out of bed. Or have some race round at your house. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Have to, what it, do it there. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, as well, go have a gabby, if, have a shisha. Yeah. You know, if, if you know, when Luke Shaw, when Luke Shaw broke his leg, like four weeks after breaking his leg, if there was a photograph of him in a club with his mates, you'd go, I don't blame him. 
Poor sod's got a broken leg. He yeah, yeah. He's what not, else are you going to do? He won't yeah. be playing football, right? But Jack Wilson is just back in training. Yeah. yeah. So he shouldn't be anywhere so to, near those situations. So by way of preparing yeah. or he's, celebrating, yeah. he's gone he's out, with, out a yeah. with a gaggle yeah. of mates yeah. on, a, on again. And, it, you know, well, we all know Capital Paris, a big old nightclub. Yeah. You are Jack Wilshere. You're vipped up. Count the odds. Yeah. Count the odds right. of you getting singled out in that it's situation. In, Lon- yeah, in London. In, in, well, in Chelsea, it? West Ham. Yeah. You so basically spending all night long exactly getting that well I don't, the, the trouble is as well the Café de Paris we've all done I did a, I did a gig there and I was a fucking ropey old joint the Café de Paris <laughs> I, I there are loads of places you can go to I was going to ask you actually have you played, you played there you played there a while ago yeah, yeah. I mean it's, a a while it's ago. beautiful I've been there like oh, I, I, I remember before the war it was oh <laughs> Well, the so, afternoon so, tea dances. I uh, love coming special, swooshing down the exactly stairs. Exactly right, that's right, yeah. Right, famous, my soup was made from curtains, you know. It still is, mate. Famous, um, famous night. Oh, bomb, thanking you. Bomb went bomb. straight down the chimney, didn't it? Uh, 90, what? 94, Café de Paris, it was about 45, but the whole... There's a chimney. It was the, it, most, unlo- it was the most unlucky thing, because it's like downstairs part of it. They carried on, the yeah. band were playing, fam- quite a famous British jazz Hold on, a bomb went down... The, the, like the ventilating shaft, but that's your... Carried on going down. Carried on, exploded oh, in the... Exploded underneath? Yeah. Night and, thought, and I think that's the last time they changed the carpet. It's like... <laughs> it's, but it's, that's the thing though, why is he in there? Because it's not a class... I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, use your common sense. Yeah, there's there's a hundred places in London that the rest of us don't even know a He's gone clubs. to Leicester Square. This is the bit. When you just yeah. add up all the little... It doesn't matter if he did it, it some or didn't or... Yeah. Well, of course he does. Where, like, where's but he, when, he lives out somewhere nice in Essex. He but also, the, nice wine the thing bar, is, it's like, it's like the, the door of the comedy store is directly opposite. That's, That's right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talked yeah. to one of the, the, the security staff in the, the comedy store. It's like 200 people queuing out the door to get in the comedy store would have gone, there's Jack way. Wilshire over there. Yeah, exactly. And, and you see all the like, videos. Of course and... you do. And it's like, because he's a recognisable, you know, if you play for MK Dons and, and you're in the middle of London, chances are, yeah. you know, nobody's going to say. But yeah. if you, You'd Jack, be delighted Jack, if you got yeah. caught off yeah. camera. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you're Jack Wilshire. You know, yeah. I, 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 I yeah. would like to say, though, you know, if, you know, we're, it's kind of one of them where you're all rooting for him yeah, yeah, to yeah. come good, and it's not, it's not like oh he's an idiot. And know, here he, he goes again. And a, well, that's it's like the, Jack. We're all rooting for you. He, yeah, we you want know, it to be right. Want you yeah. to be great. Want you to yeah. be great. get in the England team, yeah. get in the Arsenal team. I be agree. The best I agree. Can, I and agree. As football fans as well, you go, what an opportunity! You're yeah. a professional yeah, yeah. footballer, earning all sorts of money. Please remember that, and please behave. And even if he's fit, he may have just blown. He's Possibly, European yeah. Championships yeah. with this. You look at the discipline, you think he's, like you said, Kev, is there something exactly. ticking away? Um, we need to move on because we've got, and Kevin, obviously, we know this from direct experience. We, we never got to experience it together as one holding hands like we normally do, Thelma and Louise. <laughs> Spend most of our lives being those two um, people. But um, <laughs> uh, obviously, there was a sending off in the West Ham Crystal Palace game. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was ultimately rescinded. Yeah. Um, now, slightly to my surprise, I have to say, uh, and and possibly to your chagrin. I don't know. But, no, not at all. I don't but, mind. Don't mind rescinding it now. If I was an Arsenal, it, 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 actually, it worked well, quite nicely, didn't it? <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, thing, the interesting thing about that is, uh, we'll talk about Palace in a moment. The actual performance, but uh, Bilic afterwards. I don't know why he did source this. Source of some amusement to to Palace fans because like every look, every club at the end of the season we all we all go. Look, I know we got carried away, but we we probably didn't get cheated by referees. But at, at the way Palace are at the moment, it feels like we have been a little bit. So it was a source of some amusement for Slaven Bilic. The first thing he said, "Well, I've spoken to my lawyers 
to see what to see what I can say and what I can't say because in the last four games everything's conspiring against us. Blah blah. You go, and you go, hang on a second. This, the player that got sent off was the player that pretended to be crippled by Gale in the game at Sellers Park to get Gale sent off. Which didn't work in the first place. And the yeah. reason we lost to West Ham at Sellers Park, because it was one all when the sending off happened, mm. we wouldn't have lost yeah, if but, we hadn't put, But Billich has forgotten that. But, and the but, fact we're moving that, up, but the point but about that was card, semantics, but, okay. But the red card... Watch it, because I was... A, I, was a, I didn't go to the game with you for obvious angry reasons. <laughs> but when, when I first heard what Billich <laughs> said, I hadn't seen the incident. I go, well, this is going to be interesting. Well, you see it in real time, straight red, straight red every time you see right, it in real no, time. No, but, where Clatterbell The two things, first of all, I mean, you know, Slavin Billich for me, absolute revelation and, and, and what a great but a signing to, for us and, to my surprise, and a great leader yeah, and all this stuff like that. Yeah. I, was, I was very surprised that he, he kind of resorted to the semantics of the phone caller on a on a talk show yeah. on an old shoulder saying the referee again was disgraceful see you know I, d- I don't like listening to fans say it because of course it's all one-eyed uh, can I how yeah. many car, uh, Reds have you had well say you West three Bay, three rescinded. rescinded now there's been seven one in seven have been rescinded I think it's been seven this year and this is the point and now and, that's and, why and this is why exactly so you know if we distance ourselves it, 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 take out take the emotion out of it and let's deal with Grand Pole because obviously he's a bloke to take the emotion out of any situation and he I thought he made a pretty valid point, and he was ref- talking about. It. He said, "Like, um, he, he basically said, I didn't think it was a dismissal." He said, "But it should have been viewed as harsh, not wrong." Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I've yeah, got to be fair. honest with you, I don't think you should have been sent off. I don't yeah. think it was a red card. Mm. Um, of course, I don't. I think that. Yeah, yeah. But that end of, that he's he's right. I think that neutral I, point of view is that. The undermining of referees by this situation, I think, is is nudging a problem. When I first heard about it, and it was just like, I was never, it's not even a yellow. And and when I actually saw saw the sack, I was actually surprised that I thought, well, actually. Yeah, a few refs would... would if, if there we go, though, but, right. it's, but it's a sort of like, you know, six other, out of ten, also, yeah. also, I think that, like any of us, you know, if we, we every now and again we look at our stats and the team who we're playing and... And one of the things, I think you, you're Southampton are six reds, you're five reds or something. Mm. As a referee, what I'm thinking, yeah. there's no, you know, refs would look at certain things. Right? Yes. So they're looking at who's got the most red cards. They, th- the they think that they're prepared oh, right, yeah. in, in, in advance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've got to look out for him and number 10 and number four. And I, I yeah, exactly what you said. And I feel Clattenburg aired on the side of Harsh because I think in his head, West Ham, they're up there with the red cards. Could have a bit of a wreck. This bloke's got it. He's, he's ready for action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's off. I he's think, plenty. I think, I think the interesting thing about... And you, probably you can argue long into the night. I mean, his, his foot was off the ground. Hmm. What's interesting, if Gail... And Gail didn't make a fuss about it. If Gail's leg was planted, his leg was broken. Simple as that. And I think what Clattenburg did, he saw that the, the York player had miscontrolled the ball. And, and as quite a lot of red cards happen because of that. Player miscontrols the ball, tries too hard to get Yeah, they to, to, re- from, to make up for their mistake. From yeah. the Palace point of view, what's very interesting is that Pardew is obviously on some bizarre anger management course, who, <laughs> who in, in years gone by, Pardew would have said afterwards, because no Palace fan really wants Pardew to go, I don't think it's a red card either. Because you kind of want, you say that two days afterwards, but in the heat of the moment, you want your manager to, back. to, to at least say, well, I haven't seen it properly, but it looked harsh. Where I'd have expected, at least, at least distance yourself yeah. for the moment. Yeah, and then and then and then and then and then and then you say I'd have been disappointed. But for him to go, you go, no, hang on, back at, back at your players. He could, he genuinely could have hurt. At least say, just just 
defend your team for the moment. Yeah. That's, and whether you're right or wrong, because that's what, as a biased football fan, that's, that's what you want. Because but, yeah. one, of the, one of the problems with Palace this season is that, pardon you for some reason, and whether I know we, we got a fine earlier in the season for touchline antics, whether it's because he wants the England job, but Pardew stands on the touchline stock still. Uh, and there are decisions, 50-50 decisions oh, that, he, we that we would have got in the past, and Pardew is Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Friendly. He's, and, th- he's and self-conscious. So what, what's he's happened in the last couple of games, the play, and it's led by Jedinak, the players have started to go, so did like Bournemouth. We got bullied by Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth I, I've got a problem with Bournemouth, this whole... The Monaco by the sea, the thing, this whole romantic thing. <laughs> Not but, having it, Kev. But Bournemouth, well, the thing is, it's a great story. It's a great story, but Bournemouth are brilliant at They're brilliant at the rotational foul. It's like against Zahar. They took it in turns hmm. to kick Zahar. And every time they put Zahar down. That's it, good football tactics. It, no, no, that's fine. But every time they kick Zahar, they're all round him. They're, they're accusing Zahar of cheating. Which is and also Pal- and Palace player, good football And tactics. Palace players stood and let them do it. Stood and let them do it. Whereas, ah. whereas under Pulis, they would have been worried. And the last couple of games since Jednat's been back, Jednax, no one bullies Palace anymore, right? And that's and the effect is. So is, is you've that, got to stand is he saying Pardew's trying to clean his act up and his because, players uh, uh, in, in the process? Well, the, the players is part of it. Is I think Pardew has said to the players, look, I want to be England manager. I've got to be, I can't go in. So I've got to be pure as the driven. Yeah, yeah. and then the fact is that football, the fact is that referees do look at the, and under Pulis, and this is totally anecdotal, but I, would, I reckon we've probably got 10% more free kicks than we would have done before because the referee... And Graham Paul said this before when we spoke to him. Subconsciously, you look over at the bench, you see yeah, Mr. Knight. Oh, no, you, yeah. buy, no, you see no, Mr. Knight, yeah. You buy free kicks. But I do think Pardew, with, with, with you know, the, the, the certain couple of incidents that he's had in the past... Yeah. I, you know, I'm sure he's got to anger management. I'm I sure he's gone down that... And I, am, and I agree again, I think, on, in his, on his horizon, he's a possible England manager. Do you know what? Do you know what? He's, he's got to shape it up. Well, not and be now, able well, to, well unfortunately, we've got to... resonated we, in the team. We've yeah. got to rave it up, lads. But I, I think one... I think there's a simple thing that Pardew could use, and perhaps all of us could do, is the... Um, what, what's that um, top of your head and bottom of your arse thing? Cranio, Cranio. sacral therapy. Listen. Oh. <laughs> Listen. Come if we can't all learn a lesson from that... Then all you got to do is go and visit Shovel, and it will touch you on the top of your head and the, well, anyway, the bottom of your back. Thank you very much. Coxix is what you were looking for, isn't it? Oh, there you go. Thank you, Frank Howard. And that was the whistleblowers. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network.